This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's get some advice. We'll get some life advice. And then we'll also get some prop advice from Bobby Stanley Jr. You know him as Prop Holly, player prop analyst for PicksWise, also host of the Prop Shop on the Believe Network. All right, Bobby, what what would you do in this situation? Do we have it all wrong? What's your take on this? Uh, well, the first thing you mentioned earlier, you say, I can't drink bourbon all day. You're wrong, Jenks. You totally can. You just, it throws off the rest of your weekend. It can be done. It can be done. It, it yes. can be done. doesn't mean you should do it. Um, but no, I'm, um, I'm in Chelsea's boat with, uh, I can't, I mean, 1130 that you're insane. If you even entertain that, uh, no, I, I can't be going out late. I'm up at, I was up at five. There's it's, it's not possible. It can't be done anymore. Not, not when you have kids, especially not my weekends are too precious to be going out at 11 and getting in at four. Ugh, just right. Especially it. when you have a young child that needs like your help on everything. Cause I just need to be fully functional. Like I can't be hung over and chase around my toddler. That is hell on earth. And I will not be partaking in that. So maybe I go out and I just don't drink. I don't know. I haven't decided. But what about some of your plays for the weekend? Because we always enjoy your props. They're always spot on. So let's start in the Jets and the Giants game. And I was kind of surprised to see a prop from this game because it doesn't feel like we're going to see a lot of offensive fireworks. But there is one player for the Jets that maybe we can trust. Who is it? It's Brees Hall. It's the uh, it's the running back for the New York Jets over sixty eight and a half rushing yards and the best line is available on BetMGM. Um, so he was given the signal from Robert Sala back on October fourth, just before the Denver game. He will not be on a pitch count. There's no restrictions. We're going to play him like a number one running back. That following game against the Broncos, twenty two rushes, one hundred and seventy seven yards, five point six yards per carry and a touchdown. He had like a seventy five yard explosive run in that game for a touchdown. Um, then last week he plays against Philly. There was a bye week in between. Plays the Eagles, 12 rushes, 39 yards. Kind of expect that when you're playing the Philadelphia defense. Their front four is arguably the best in the league, probably up there with Cleveland and San Fran. Gets the Giants this week in the battle of MetLife. They're allowing 4.9 yards per carry, 122 yards per game on the ground to opposing running backs. And and Dalvin Cook's already crying about his workload to his agent, to the organization. And there's a chance they may move him before the deadline. So this is Brees Hall's uh, – it's his opportunity to ruin. I could see him anywhere from 15 to 20 carries on Sunday. The Giants don't have offensive firepower to turn this into a negative game script where Zach Wilson has to drop back. So Brees Hall over 68.5 I love. And then I'm going to tinker with the alt lines. That's kind of my thing. His 100-plus yards, bring that unit size down, plus 310. 120 plus yards put like five ten bucks on this uh plus 650 so loving Brees hall in the in the giants jets game bobby i want you to and you touched on it a little bit last week and we got some time here because i want to hear your other picks as well but can you explain to me your theory behind ladders when you make these picks on player props because i think it's very interesting if you really like something and a different way to maybe look at a bet yeah. I mean, a, a lot of people like betting parlays and these crazy lottos me and Chelsea were talking about uh, in the break. Um, this is a way to kind of play some juicier odds and be a little bit more responsible about it. If you find weakness in a standard line, like a 68 and a half, then there's a good chance the derivatives of that line, meaning the alt lines, still hold some value as well. So if I, you know, I'm a one, I'm a unit better for me, $25 is one unit. I will put $25 on over 68 and a half. Then I'm going to go to you know, 
80, over 80, over 100. I'm going to bring that bet size down to $15, $10. And then when I get to that final rung of, you know, plus 650, I'll throw between, you know, five and seven on that. So your total investment on the play is anywhere from one and a half to two units, but you're staggering it across different levels. So I, I've had a lot of success. I hit Alvin Kamara to, uh, not Thursday night, last night, the week before, I went his alt line on receptions. His over-under was over four and a half, played it all the way up to nine receptions, hit every single rung on the ladder. So it's a fun way to bet and get some odds, and it's not as risky as a parlay. So love doing the ladder plays if you find a good player prop you like. I think that's an excellent point, and I think unit strategy is just as important as the actual plays. This is something that I feel like is not discussed enough, so we appreciate you uh, kind of providing some insight in that regard. Let's get back to your plays because it looks like you have a game uh, in the Eagles and Commanders. What you got here? Devonta Smith. I'm going to call this a buy low. We're not going to say he's due. That is a very hacky thing to say in this racket. We are going to say we are buying low on his line, although he he may be due. Um, His line's 49 and a half on the receiving total. His standard line on end for the last two seasons has been anywhere from 58 and a half to 65 and a half. He's just been quiet these last few weeks. You can make the argument that his last good game was against the commanders in week four. He had 78 yards. The commanders are a... Ideal situation for a wide receiver. They're they're 29th in the league in opposing yards per game to wide receivers. They give up 191 to just wide receivers. Take tight ends and running backs out of the equation. Love this line for Smith. Realistically, this is four catches for him. His career average is 13 yards per catch. He gets that four catch mark. This 49 and a half should get blown out of the water. And another situation, if I like this line, I like its derivatives, um, him to have 75 plus receiving yards, it's plus 250. So I'll probably bet 10 or 15 on that and 25 on the standard line for Devonta. We're talking with Bobby Stanley Jr. You know him as Prop Holiday. He is the player prop analyst for PicksWise, also host of the Prop Shop on the Believe Network and co-host of Bankroll Blitz as well. Okay, let's transition to the NBA here. I love that you're already dipping the toe in the water. I'm still sort of waiting for a little bit more of a sample size here, but you like to play on Paolo Boncaro. I do. I love Paolo. The, um, he's a sophomore now. He's a power forward for the Orlando Magic. He's a dookie. His line last, I would say, Wednesday night, which was kind of opening night. Obviously, it was Tuesday, but real opening night was Wednesday. I think his line was 22 and a half. It was too high. Now we get 19 and a half against the Portland Trailblazers. He had 12 points in game one against Houston. The game was never really close. He had six field goal attempts, three in the entire second half. Just a very uncharacteristic game, and I think Orlando as a team came out hot. Now, he averaged 20 points per game as a rookie. I like his matchup against the Trailblazers. Jeremy Grant, um, not very strong in the post. He may be able to take him out on the perimeter, but they the Portland Trailblazers gave up 54 points in the paint against the LA Clippers. I went back and rewatched that game yesterday. I liked a lot of what I saw, at least from the Clippers. Um, but I think this is a good matchup for Bancaro to, to make his presence known early and often. DeAndre Ayton, new trailblazer. He's going to have his hands full at Wendell Carter and Jonathan Isaac. I don't think Powell gets much resistance, and this line is at his season average as a rookie. So I'm taking game one. I'm throwing it out, out the window. Uh, I like 19.5 for Bancaro. Where do you start for NBA player props? Because I think it's difficult for me because it's early in the year and you don't have a sm- uh, much of a sample size for some of these new players. Mm-hmm. But also, I guess you could look at it as 
some of these season averages last year could be way different because there's players on new teams. There is, you know, players that have departed and maybe there's more usage there. Yeah. How do you start your handicap uh, this early in the NBA season? It's hard. It's hard early on in the NBA. You're really just building a data set for yourself. Um, and these guys, they're not showing up in shape. It's not NFL where you have to hit the ground running week one. Um, they're playing themselves into shape the first 10 to 15 games. And the rotations are playing themselves out. I mean, I look at the Lakers last night. Darvin Ham is throwing every combination imaginable. He's going five or six deep in his bench. So betting on the, the tertiary pieces, betting on the bench guys, very, very risky because you don't know how minutes are going to shake out. I'm a big minutes guy. You find someone's mm -hmm. career average points per minute. I know that sounds very trivial. And then you try to project their minutes. And that will probably give you a, a projection to start off with. And then you work from there. Obviously, a guy like Bancaro, um, he is a small data set. He has one year under his belt. That is all we have to work with. But I like 19 and a half considering a sample size of 75 games is, is, is a decent enough sample size. But I go points per minute. I take a look at points in the paint. I take a look at pace, um, defensive efficiency. But at the end of the day, if you're going to log anything, you're going to be on the floor. So minutes is really where I start for these guys. And it can be hard to peg them down when you're, when you're betting on bench guys early. Start betting on bench guys, um, I would say, in the, in the November, early December time frame. Made the mistake myself last night with Rui Hachimura, but start with your starters early on, and then we'll go from there. He is player prop analyst for PicksWise, host of the Prop Shop on the Believe Network, and co-host of Bankroll Blitz as well. Find him on Twitter at Prop Holiday. It is our friend Bobby Stanley Jr. Bobby, always a pleasure, and I am taking your advice, which I think is applicable to everyone. You can start drinking a bourbon at one, but it doesn't mean that you should. I think that's just good solid yeah. advice all the way around. <laughs> <laughs> thanks bud guys have a good weekend you too i uh, like when i get prop advice and life advice at the same time but i like that he's actually creating and beginning his own sample size set where he is i wish i were that advanced and i don't claim to be where if i'm looking at numbers i'm looking at numbers that other people are gathering for me on the internets on the information superhighway but someone like Bobby, who goes into the metrics and numbers and does such a deep dive, he's creating his own set of numbers. Well, also, you've got to remember, he's doing mostly and only props. This is yeah. where this time of year is really tough for people like us who are supposed to have an eagle-eye view of everything. It can be so hard to budget time to go really in the weeds with things. I tell this to yeah. people all the time. The sharpest handicappers are the people who are the most specific like, remember when we had Jason Scott on the show uh, over at BetMGM VP of Trading, who told us about the groups of handicappers who are simply betting on one thing. It would be like rebounding props in the NBA. And they'd have like 50 people, you know, doing this one thing. And that's mm -hmm. how you really get good at something. So I know it's fun to bet on all sports, but usually it feels like you specialize if you really want to be incredibly sharp at something. I think that's a, a really good point. I want to ask Ed Egros about this sometime. 
And I'm not even kidding because he is definitely a numbers and analytics and metrics guy. And guys like that who are very well-versed in numbers tend to have their own programs or proprietary algorithms. I mean, they get really into it, which makes them very sharp. But for me, I'm like, uh, A, this guy's only given up three runs in his last two games. I like to keep the math pretty simple. So the guys that are sharp, sharp for a reason. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.